I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. It's the big ones. Maria and Amanda. You are probably very (laughs) confused right now. Yes, I bet you are. I know I am. I am too. It's like, what is this bonus episode? Mm -hmm. What did I do to deserve this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll tell you what you did. You didn't subscribe to our Patreon already. Well, some of you did, some of you didn't. But it's your lucky day because we are giving you a little taste of the kind of content that is out on our Patreon. Yeah, so Amanda, I I don't know if you know this, uh, we've got I think about maybe 20 Patreon. Ep- I don't know if it's that many. I think it's like around that. And are you telling me that if someone who's listening right now and isn't subscribing decides to give $1 a month, they have access to the full Patreon yeah. back catalog? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. They have that, the entire back catalog. That's yeah. a crazy deal. I know, Amanda. That's I'm I'm shocked. When I'm saying it, I'm literally shocked. That's really, wow. I've got, I'm shaking. You are shaking. Let's get a blanket on you. <laughs> so guys, this is one of our favorite Patreon episodes because it's a really heartwarming one where uh, a, a Patreon listener um, sent in a, a moral quandary that he had about his bunny. That's right. And as you know, I love animal-based moral quandaries. Yeah. So anyway, we gave some good advice. What's so fun about the Patreon episodes is that we're answering your questions. Mm -hmm. It's all little big ones, plus, you know, some friendly banter. But they're really a lot of fun. They have a more laid-back, casual vibe. And I have to say, uh, it's a little bit more intimate. Oh, my God. It's so intimate. It's Mm -hmm. like being in, it's like we're both in negligees. Oh, and we are. (laughs) And if we aren't, we should be. (laughs) I mean, oftentimes I literally am in a robe. Yes, it's true. It's true. We are very, it's, it's very much a, a peek behind the curtain. Uh-huh. A pink up, a peek up the skirt. A pink up the skirt. Ew, girl. <laughs> that's gross. Well. So the, here's the deal. Here's a little taste of a Patreon episode. If you like it, this is the great, this is the greatest thing, Amanda. You would only have to pay a dollar a month to get all the Patreon episodes. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, no one's ever called me up and given me this sort of deal before. I know. It's, it, it is such a blessing. Now, are you, we hope that you're enjoying the new season of The Big Ones that's been debuting. Um, if you are and say you have no money, mm-hmm. then, and you're looking for other ways to support us, there are some options. Like oh, rating what? and reviewing mm-hmm. the show helps so much to get the word out. Telling your friends helps so much. We're really trying to build a big uh, audience here a big community we have a core audience right now and we have the best core audience in the world i said this on the last episode i think that it's on par with ariana grande's uh you know uh fans everyone is so supportive so supportive so funny and so just like all of your brains are just like crazy but what we want to do now and we need your help doing it is is to step out of the core group and kind of shout out from the rooftops hey does anyone else like to party so when i was in high school 
I used to love a little band called Kara's Flowers. Oh my God, I did too. Okay, I would go to all their shows. Sunday morning rain is falling. Uh, hoo, 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 hoo. Um, I even, you know, I do also have a, a very shocking and inappropriate story. Yeah, that but I will, that will say on the Patreon. Eventually on a, yeah, that has to do with them. Now, cut to years later, this little band is called Maroon 5. No, girl, it's too much. And do I love them any less? No, their music's only... Well, okay, I do. <laughs> well, their music did... It's not as... They did take a turn for the worst, but I guarantee you that's not going to happen But to they're the not ones. sweating, you know? Like, they're doing great. It's not like... No, it's just I've changed. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are continuing to put out a really great product. Yes. They're always... They're always kind of polished, you know, they're not stepping on stage not knowing the chords. They're hit makers. Yeah. They yeah. are. And so what we want to do is we're right now we're Kara's flowers. And we are looking to transition. Into the Maroon 5. We know we can be. And Maroon 5 would have never been Maroon 5 without the help of people like Amanda and me. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes we regret it. <laughs> well, one time things went too far. But again, I'll <laughs> save that story for, for a Patreon. Patreon episode. So guys, enjoy this little sneak peek of Patreon. The big... The- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. Uh, the- oh, we'll do it like we do on Patreon. Okay. The big one. Uh, one, two, three. The, the big, big ones. Patreon edition. An Erios production. Hello? Is this a good level? Is this this is Mr. Good Level? Who's this? <laughs> yes, can I help you? It's Mr. Good Level. <laughs> uh, is this a prank call? I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> is this one of my son's friends? <laughs> Hey guys. Hi guys. Welcome to the Big, the Big Ones, Ones Patreon edition. I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. We're coming at you today from not the park, not an office, not um, uh, a spaceship. We're coming at you from an L-shaped couch. And um, a, a chair from the Reagan Library or something. No, this chair um, is is from Reagan's Palisades house or so the woman said from Craigslist but we've never seen any documentation it also constantly buckles wow I just thought of a big one Uh uh-huh have I talked about this on here before I don't know okay okay so this chair we have this sort of mid-century chair it's it's really cute um it's wood kind of sleek it's actually very comfy but it tends to break so, um, like even underneath my weight and I'm not that huge, um, there's, Chair. yeah, there's been times when it's just fully buckled underneath me and then we can kind of like Sad. stick it back together. Um, and we g- took it in and got it fixed, but it's definitely not a chair that can support. I mean, it gets a little precarious, um, when I, even just like any bigger person sits in it, like yeah. even just like a guy. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can feel it even now. It's like, yeah, even now it's bro- it's broken underneath me, this thing. Right. Okay. So, so one time we were having a family gathering um, and one of our family members who was a little bit on the bigger side, we're all sitting around here. Um, he sat in the chair and I, 
I was kind of like had in mind that I would just like sit in the chair before anyone else could get to it. But I didn't get to it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't there in time. And then he sat down in the chair and I had to go like, make a decision do I risk this yeah or do I say like actually like let me sit in that chair because it can't take like I didn't know how no, to I say think it you say no one sit in this chair it's broken mm-hmm. you're right That's- and then no and then not even I get to sit in right it? you can't okay. sit in it okay so I should have just like put something on it so no one could sit in it it's like a caution tape or something like that Okay, yeah, next time. That's a good yeah. way to do it. Because when someone sits down, but the guy was already in it. Yeah. So what should I have done then? You just go, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. That chair's broken. It, it's it's honestly like it may fall down anytime. Don't put it on the guy. Put it on the chair. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's Don't a put it on the chair. man. Put it on the chair. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible. But I do like this chair, but it is constantly breaking. Well, that you've got to make a choice. What's more important to you? My family or my chair. So we're coming my at you. Chair f- is my family. We're coming <laughs> at you from the living room. That's right. We've we're in Amanda and Matt's living room now. Normally, we record in um, either the podcast studio, aka mm-hmm. Matt's office. Sometimes we record in my office, aka the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. But we almost never record in the living room. No, it's and I'm lying down. Is it laying down or lying down? It's lying down. You lay something down. You lie yourself down. No, you lie down. <laughs> no, you lie down. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that what it is? You lay something else. You lie yourself. I know you lie, but I'm talking about... I think that's what it is. You, like, I would lay out a picnic blanket. Mm-hmm. But and a- you would lie about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. The last Patreon episode, I laid out a blanket. So you would lay out a blanket, but you would lie on the blanket. I would lie on the blanket I laid out. Now, I think that that's correct, but someone, one of you grammar fanatics, please, right? By all means, if I'm wrong, correct me. Yeah. Wait, I know. Alexa, what's the proper usage of lie versus lay? Alexa? Alexa, what's the difference between lie and lay? She's... Oh, here. Oh, she's talking about lime. Oh, Matt's going to tell us. Lay takes an object. So I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Lie never does. Oh my God, this bitch is still talking about limestone. We get it. Alexa, we understand. Fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb hoe. Oh, God. Stop, girl. Know when to Ugh. quit, girl. Okay, so do we have any Patreons? Yes. And by the way, we want to thank you guys again for being Patreon subscribers. We have gotten kind of a whirlwind of Patreon subscribers within the last couple weeks. And it's just been really wonderful. Honestly, it's been it's been great. And so for anyone who's joined all the newbies out there, hello and welcome to the exclusive Patreon club. Yeah, boy, you're in for a real treat because you've got I mean, you can't even believe what's going on. 
Maria's on her phone. She's trying to dig out this big one. Okay. All right. Amanda, would you like to read? Can you read it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> hey, Maria and Amanda. Loving the content you guys put out as always. Thank you. I've already sent it a Patreon big one sort of recently, but I figured if you're looking for more, I've got something. And you're right. We are looking for more. This is the only one we got. You can double dip, guys. Seriously, big or small, send them in. So this microphone's heavy. So I used to live with a close friend as a roommate for about five years. About halfway into that time, she texted me while I was on a trip and asked if I thought it would be all right if she bought a bunny for our house. And I was like, hell yeah. Wow. When I came home from my trip, I met the bunny and instantly loved him. We named him Rob Thomas. What? Because we thought it was funny. We love Rob Thomas. Oh my God, we're huge Rob Thomas fans. Oh my God. I'm not crazy, I'm I'm just a little unwell right now. I know you can't tell, but but stay a while and maybe then you'll see a softer side of me. Is that it? A a different different side of me. We share the responsibility of taking care of him. However, it became increasingly apparent the longer we had him, that I was allergic. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes would puff up and my nose would start running every time I picked him up or pet him. And it seemed to be getting worse as time went on. Eventually, the time came that we were able to afford our own places. So we decided to move out separately. The question came up, of course, of who would take Rob Thomas with them. We both loved him and wanted him, but we also both had reservations. Her because she had a nine-year-old kid and more responsibilities than me, and me because I was allergic to him. It was an awkward situation trying to decide who would get him, because neither of us wanted to commit to taking or not taking him. But eventually it landed on me taking him. Okay. I was a little bummed about it, but wasn't too torn up. I kept him in the living room. He's a caged bunny and let him out regularly and took allergy pills when I had to clean his cage or if my allergies flared up while he was running around. And I limited my picking him up to avoid severe reactions. But my question is, was it wrong for her to insist that I take him? Should I have put up more of a stink about it? At the time, I didn't mind too much. But as the years have gone on since then, I've started to feel guilty that I can't pet him or hold him as much as I want. Or as he wants, probably. And I always have allergies when I'm cleaning his cage. And hardest of all, he's getting up there in years. And I don't want to face what that means. As much as I would miss him if I didn't have him around, my life would be a lot easier if she'd taken him in the first place. And he'd arguably be getting more love and attention as well. Thanks a bunch. Wow. Aww. Well, you know I have my own bunny issues. Yeah, we know. Have I talked about it? You've talked about it, but maybe for the just do a quick story. So when we bought our house, um, the people who owned it, they had two bunnies and a pen in the backyard. Mm-hmm. It was like a chicken wire pen with no roof. Mm-hmm. And there were two bunnies, a brown and a white. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And I can't even, I don't really remember their names. Alice and Artemis? Okay, I did. Um But anyway, so we had the bunnies and I would, um, they asked us to keep the bunnies and I, we said yes. Um, 
And it was kind of understood that like I would feed them because Matt was a little bit more hesitant about keeping the bunnies. So they were kind of like my bunnies Mm -hmm. and they were so cute. And the lady was like, they're so low maintenance. Like all you have to do is just like, you know, feed them this bunny feed and you can use their poop to fertilize the garden. And, um, you know, if you go away for a couple a a couple of days, no big deal. You just they'll eat the um, leaves off the Chinese elm. Like it was just Mm -hmm. very like, oh, they're they're basically no work. You don't really have to clean the cage that much because it's all outside so you just have to scoop it like you know every once in a while to use the poop as fertilizer Mm -hmm. and um everything was fine and i i really you know i took care of them you couldn't really pet them or cuddle them because they were more wild right Uh, and always kind of seemed weird to me like that these bunnies were just being kept in this cage i mean it was spacious and they had a little house and they just would kind of jump around but i was like this is a little bit weird i just don't understand bunnies as pets that much Mm -hmm. um but anyway, so then one day came along and I went out to the cage to feed him and there was only one. Yeah. And I was thinking someone let it out or what happened mm-hmm. to um, Artemis. And then I looked up at the top and I realized that there was, uh, oh, you know, and then, no, I don't, it didn't even see any signs of, a, of an attack at that point. But basically it turned out that some, a predator had gotten in the cage and taken the bunny. Yeah. And so then we put a little roof on top of the cage, but it still had these gaps in it, like kind of more chicken wire gaps. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the other bunny was gone. Right. And so it turns out it was a bobcat. And it was this very tiny little bobcat that was able to crawl through and get the bunnies. And I felt horrible. And then we realized that the people before us had these three big dogs that lived in the backyard and they were keeping the predators at bay. Um, And how could I have known, you know, that that was how it was going to turn out. So anyway, I still feel so horrible about that. So I understand pet guilt. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that, you know, that that was nature taking its course. I know, but the bunnies were locked in a cage. Yeah, they're in a better place now. They've got yeah. more room to run around. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as this bunny issue, I don't think you did anything wrong or necessarily your roommate did anything wrong. I think the roommate did. It was the roommate's idea to get the bunny. Mm, that's true. The roommate wanted the bunny. So therefore, it's the roommate's bunny. I don't know if that's true. It sounds like they made the decision together. But if he was allergic to it, it just seems like, well, I don't know. I mean, it seems it, it's it seems like if she didn't want it that much, it's probably better he took it because who knows what would have happened to that bunny. But this is what I think that this is a case of one person being more insistent about what they want and the other person kind of getting pushed over a little mm-hmm. bit. So, but I do think if you had really checked in with yourself and said, been honest and said, you know what, I don't think I should take the bunny, mm-hmm. then you could have just said very clearly to your roommate, I can't take this bunny with me. What? Yeah. Let's find a solution. And that solution might have been that the bunny went to a third party. Yeah. You know, but yeah. if you were a little bit wishy-washy about it, maybe... um you know, which I understand that's kind of how I am a lot of the time. But I also think you shouldn't beat yourself up about this. Like pets are a lot of responsibility, Mm -hmm. but you've given that bunny an amazing home. So you don't need to feel any guilt. Yeah, I know. And bunnies are not like dogs or something like they're more self-sufficient. They don't need to be pet all the time. I feel like any guilt you have about you haven't been the best bunny mom, let go of it. Dad, dad, bunny dad. Um, don't even worry about that. Um, 
but I also think it's okay to be like a little bit irritated about the situation yeah. too. Well, I know how horrible allergies can be and that can really take a toll on like your daily quality of life. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of pissed at that roommate who's like, yeah, I don't want to take the bunny. I also don't like it when people do that with pets, like where they kind of like cast them off as like, like nothing like if someone moves and leaves their cat like with like I, I don't understand that like I, I just don't understand it and it seems like this guy was very much like well I obviously am taking it because you're not going to take it but like you know but, yeah but it's normal to have those feelings of resentment but also at the same time you could have stood your ground a little bit more but you sound like you're a good person and yeah part of you also wanted the bunny yeah you do love the bunny rob thomas rob thomas that's such I a great love name. rob thomas i think he's just such a talented singer songwriter and a dreamboat and he's playing at the morongo casino is he yeah when i don't know i just saw we a billboard go. when i drove out to palm springs the other day we could go yeah, we should go. Yeah, we should go. We should definitely go. I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm just, just a little unwell. I know. Right, right now, now, this you is can't this tell. is what you sing when you clean the bunny cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sick. I've just got out. But pets really are so much work. But I do think, if you think about it, that bunny's probably enhanced your life more than it's given you itchy eyes. Yeah, because something loving you like that, it's so irreplaceable. And you should, instead of feeling irritated at your old roommate, you should feel sorry for them. (laughs) Because they weren't able to expand their hearts enough to include the bunny. And you're the one with the bunny and you're overcoming challenges. The bunny's teaching you things about, you know, how to be responsible Okay, this is your bunny saying everything you can't say. It can't say. Thank you so much for taking me in. I know that my other dad or mom or whoever that other roommate was didn't want me. I realize you're allergic. I don't mean to hurt you. I love you so much. I love when you clean my cage. I see you taking your allergy pills, and I really appreciate it. If I could clean my own cage, I would. I know you want to pet me more, but sometimes I just need space for me. And your love and how you let me out of my cage a lot really means the world. I don't need all that skin-to-skin contact like some other bunnies because you're there for me. And I really appreciate how often you scoop my poop. You never let it build up like my other (laughs) parrot would have so I just want to say I'm getting up there in age one day I won't be here but I'll never forget the day you took me in when no one wanted me I love you so much daddy (laughs) it's nice to get a little message like That probably puts a little wind in his sails to get a thank you. (laughs) I love you, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
that's nice. He just needs a little, you know, sometimes you just need a little appreciation from your pets. Like sometimes my cat is such a jerk. I'm literally like, I hate her so much. She's so awful. Like when she steals food off her plates. But then sometimes she knows when she's pushed me way too far and I'm like about to put her out on the streets. Yeah. What does she do? (laughs) Then she'll come sit on my lap for a second. (sighs) That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Pets are angels. They really are. Do you trust people who don't like animals? No. You think there's something? Well, it's not that I don't trust them. Well, uh, sometimes, you know, people have traumas and stuff related to dogs. And, I get that, yeah. And sometimes people don't like cats because they, they're allergic and they associate them with not feeling well. And so, like, I get all that. But people that are just, like... Mm. Overall, just disinterested in animals. Yeah, like, I could take him or leave him. Like, I don't... It, you know, I think those people have never had animals because it's very... Like, to not have an animal in your life seems so sad. I can't express how much joy my cat yeah, gives me. Yeah, my puppy dog. It's just, they, they, they're just constant. They're just there. They're hilarious, too. Yeah, they're hilarious. They're loving. They just bring so much joy. If you're, maybe write in and explain yourself if you're not an animal person. Yeah. Because I get it. I get it. And sometimes people's lifestyles don't allow for... To, to have things like that you know but i don't understand anyone who would like see a puppy and not like scream right yeah i know it's nature's miracle yeah it's like oranges i, I always, scream every time yeah, i see an orange i love like biting into an orange is something crazy every time i eat a sweet orange i go there has gotta be a god yeah i do too i swear i swear to god i do too i'll bite into an orange and i'll go oh my god this grew from this grew from a the ground a, the ground grew a tree and this grew from a tree can you imagine being the first person to like see this orange thing and of course it's like so inviting hanging yes. on a tree about to fall off you pluck that orange and you're you smell it and you go god this smells good <laughs> and you open it up <laughs> And eating that first wedge, they're like perfectly packed into little like yeah. snacks. Yeah. You pull it apart. It's not even getting your hands that sticky. I like know. you eat it and you just go, oh, my God, you guys get over here. I know. Think of if an orange was packed in like a pomegranate with little seeds like that. No. I know. Matt, your mic's over Your mic's here. on the ground over here, honey. Matt's just arrived. He said he, he would participate if he had time. So here he is. Hi, guys. Hi. So what are your thoughts on um, oranges? They're great. Do you, messy, do you appreciate sticky. them? They're not always messy, though. Not when you get a perfect Put one. Put it on a paper towel. But a sumo yeah. orange? Oh, mwah. One of those like big, genetically fat, weird ones. engineered like little cuties or halos. Mm-hmm. Are those genetically engineered? I don't, they're just little tangelos. I'm pretty sure they're genetically engineered to be easy to peel. Oh, great. Okay, well, that's where our science and should I don't be just focusing. Say that as a spokesperson for Halo Oranges. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt Gorley has done voiceover for some Halo oh, Orange thought, radio ads. Really? Yes, he has. What did you say? I think I went in for like half a day and did all this stuff, and it got cut down to like, want an orange? 
or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. But you've been getting residuals for those halo oranges. Yeah, it's like the Little Red Riding Hood or Snow White one where the witch gives the lady an orange and I'm the voice of the orange. Oh. So it's almost been covering what I spend every month on halo oranges. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We should funny? have just done a deal for oranges. I know. Isn't yeah. that funny? But that's why I want to um, plant a bunch of fruit trees in the backyard because I just think it's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe an avocado tree. Oh, an avocado. You don't like avocado. Guys don't like avocado. Are you I like kidding them, but they're me? They're not like like if you got that real estate, put some fruit in. You know? No, because because Matt loves sugar, but avocado. It's because women's bodies we need that fat. Yeah, because we have more fat, and so we need like that's why women love coconut oil so much and beets. We love beets. Beets, yeah. beets are the and goddess fat. food. Yeah, we love fat. Yeah, we do love fat. We do. Men's bodies need a lot of sugar. Yeah, to fight. <laughs> well you do you, you need go. that energy and women need fat to bear children yeah that's not false that's actually true that's not false that's fat <laughs> <laughs> fat or fiction <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass- so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> so we'll do an Ask Amy, I guess. Yeah, let's do an Ask Amy, Matt. Are you here for this? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm thrilled to be a part of it all. We're thrilled to have you. Hey, Thanks. Oh. It's nice to podcast in the living room. I'm yeah, it's nice, huh? And it's yeah. cloudy out today. It was yeah. supposed to rain. I don't know. I feel like it might pass over us. Yeah, I wonder. I thought that I had read these Ask Amy's today, but in fact, I have not. Okay, let's do it. Dear Amy, I've been best friends with Sam for seven years yeah, now. We've bet. always had a great friendship and have always been close. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no, her husband and I don't get along. Oh, no. Um, I look past that for the sake of our friendship. About a year ago, Sam, her husband, and her child invited me to share an apartment. Everything went well for the most part. I usually spend a lot of time at work or in my room. A few years ago, Sam's husband and I got into an argument. Sam decided to take her husband's side, and without speaking to me, she gave our landlord her notice to move out. So she's leaving me in a situation because I can't afford to stay here alone. We haven't spoken in almost a week. I don't want this to end our friendship. Well, I have a small theory. Okay. That anybody that takes the time to write in to ask Amy is the problem. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) That is very interesting. Can you not just see this woman kind of like writing this? and Yeah. And she's clearly not saying what the problem was. And if the other people are not speaking with her, it must have been pretty bad. Now, I have a theory. And Ask Amy, of course, is the advice column in the LA Times. I have a theory that these are all made up. (laughs) Really? Because I'm like, what? 
because sometimes young people write in and I'm just like, what young person is reading the newspaper? Right. Yeah, maybe online. Mm-hmm. Maybe Yeah, for maybe class. you can email in. You should try writing in. Ooh. Ooh. How do we do it? Oh, that would be fun. I don't know. I'll look into that. Dear Amy, we do a podcast. Send questions to, it is an email. Send questions to Amy Dickinson by email to askamy at amydickinson.com. We need to get in. This is, we need okay. to get in the paper. We do. So we need to, we, we're not going to make it up though. We need to actually come up with a real one. Okay. So maybe the next Patreon big one or something that we can't fully answer, we would write it in to ask Amy yeah, on your behalf. Some, yeah. Dear yeah. Amy, a dear friend of mine yeah. is having a serious problem. Yeah. So what are we thinking? I think that first of all, it's this, this, her moving in with someone she doesn't get along with is number one problem. And she always was going to put herself in this position. Totally agree. And so yeah, yeah. this is not anyone else's problem but her own. She put herself here. And then the fact that the wife took the husband's side, well, yeah, she should. That's her husband. It's like, what do you what do you want? I mean, obviously, it's crappy to like put in your two weeks notice without any sort of dialogue. It's very immature to not talk something out. But I have a feeling that this the responsibility is split equally. Mm -hmm. I also really always have an issue with people who not only like don't love their friends partners but have active issues with them like I just think like you can't just like tolerate or get along with someone Mm -hmm. like that your good friend like is in love with like you should at least be able to like be cordial with those people and if you're actively fighting with them that's like that's also on you yeah yeah Matt is that what you think I agree I did did she say that she got no notice so like they were gone one day or how did she find out that Um, they moved out um no she just um without speaking to her she gave the landlord notice to move so she must have heard it from the landlord wow well what does amy say okay let's see i think this woman needed to provide more details i can't i can't rule on this i say i'm knocking this down from the supreme court go back to your you know right but it's not about ruling (laughs) It's just, (laughs) (laughs) Matt's always the judge, huh? (laughs) Judge Amy. Okay, you must face that spouse's, dear home alone, you must face that spouse's most often back each other up. Sometimes this means even sacrificing a friendship. Sam may have seen the writing on the wall or her husband may have pressured her to move out. You'll need to find other roommates. Speaking optimistically, if you find compatible people to live with, you won't have to hide in your room. With some distance, your friendship may revive. That's very optimistic of Amy to say. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, would you guys ever be friends with someone who didn't like your spouse? Mm, that would be difficult. Yeah. Um, I can't answer that. Oh, no. Marty. <laughs> I mean, I just think like if I had a friend who like, like, like actively did yeah, not. No way. Although some, I mean, I get it if you don't like get along, like you don't have to be best friends with your friend's spouses, but like it would just be weird to like actually like hate them. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine that. I, I mean, there are friends you have that their spouses sometimes aren't your favorites. Yeah. Or they like <laughs> do some things that get in the way of friendships. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Totally. They, they allow their friend to go out when they say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Some yeah, people. I mean, I get having someone's spouse, like, maybe even, like, secretly not liking them. Well, I don't know. Now that I say that, I guess every I could see, because sometimes it's also nice to, like, 
instead of, I don't know, to engage with people's spouses, you know? So yeah. it's like, if you really do have an issue, sometimes stuff does come up because you all inevitably becoming fr- become friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just trying to like imagine getting in a fight with like one of my friend's spouses. I guess I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> How does it look? Looks good. Yeah? Who's coming out yeah. ahead? Uh, not me. <laughs> Who is it? Well, there's just like, I can't actually imagine getting in like a fight fight where I would ever actually hold something against them. But like I couldn't, well, I'm not going to say it on air, but I'll tell you off air. I hope you guys fix this up. This sounds serious. No, I'm just saying some people you could see yourself like butting heads in a fight, but only to the level that I would get in a fight with my actual friends, which yeah. is not like a level where it's like, I don't want to see them again. Yeah, I can't look. Yeah, yeah I can't look yeah. But yeah. just like maybe like you're talking about some hot topic or, you know, something like that, but you would or never like. Yeah, and you're talking yeah. about hot topic. At yeah. Hot topic. You're like arguing over which. Like, I actually like that. Like, I like to be to friends in that way with people and it, when you're friends there's always the the risk that you're going to get in a fight at some point yeah but i don't even i don't like have falling outs with my friends so why would i ever get that close to have a falling yeah, out with someone's spouse right. like that's weird right. yeah yeah this is on this person this person's bad news yeah i think the lack of details tells me a lot yes and so therefore i rule <laughs> yeah you guys do rulings. we do not do rulings we, it's, we just get, well i mean we just more of an open discussion. Yeah. Okay. With with the penalties at the end. <laughs> so you don't do sentencing? Penance. Yeah, we say 12 Hail Marys. Yeah, penalties. Yeah, what if this person has to, has to live alone until they figure out what they did? <laughs> what sentence would you give her? And still stay in their her? bedroom. What sentence would you give this woman? Um, oh, I would say you need to um, take them out to lunch. Okay, white tablecloth lunch? No, 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 no. Just like a nice cafe, $13 salad. Chopped. Okay. All right, what's the next one? Mm. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Bye, Barty. Um, over the la- Dear Amy, over the last 30 years, my father, a salesman who bounced between commission-only jobs, has regularly borrowed money from family and friends. This has resulted in defunct friendships and family disputes due to, due to his inability to pay these loans back. The most disheartening part is that he was using the money to afford a lifestyle for my mother that was never reasonable. Now in their 70s and living in an apartment, my father continues to work minimum wage jobs to make ends meet. I don't think he has ever been honest with my mother about their financial situation, and she is unaware that he owes money to so many people. She continues to spend because he is not honest with her. My father continues to ask me for money. I wrote off what I have lent him over the years long ago, but with a family of my own to support, I can no longer write off anything. I recently told him I can no longer lend him money. I carry so much guilt for the years he supported me while I was growing up and feel like I'm failing him by not supporting him now. How can I help him understand that he needs help budgeting and should be communicating with my mother? I fear that my mom will make his life miserable if she finds out the truth. God. God, I don't know, man. You fear your mom will make his life miserable? Yeah. Why are you so on your dad's side, it sounds like? This is weird. Like, you've been gaslit. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I guess she feels he's so far into it that it's like, you know, like, she would, the mom finding out would probably, like, the mom would be so blindsided by it. Because it's all her life she's been lied to. I know, but is ignorance bliss or? Yes. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> I mean, maybe honestly, my advice would be just stay out of the business. Don't yeah. give him any more money and just like put up some boundaries. I think that's right. I mean, I don't know. It seems like if he hasn't learned at this point, I mean, you can have a conversation. She says she's tried to talk to him about it. Um, Yeah, not. I don't know. I didn't really I mean, say that. I mean, you can try. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could do one more push. I say like write an email that's like, dad, I love you. Thanks for being a great dad. I can't give you money anymore. I think your spending is irresponsible. And I think you need to have a frank discussion with mom. Yeah. See you at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. And then stay out of it. Yeah. I think that's good. I think doing one more final little push to like let him know like that you see what's going on here. Help him in the right direction. And then it's up to him to make the moves. What does Amy say about it? Amy says, dear, not alone. I hope you don't actually believe that you owe your father money now because he supported you while you were growing up. You were a child. Of course, Mm. adult children should try to assist their elderly parents, but your assistance in the form of unrepaid loans has only enabled your parents to live a lie. This has harmed your relationships and theirs. Meet with them together to discuss next steps. But you would know that's a bad idea. The mom doesn't know. Let's see. What if one of them becomes ill or incapacitated? What are the intentions for the later stages of their lives? Realistically, what is your ability to assist them? Approach them with a loving and open attitude kind of a soft response yeah i don't know is amy okay she seems kind of out of it. i don't know i feel like there's different amy's honestly and we just got some amy that's like was on ecstasy (laughs) (laughs) because my i mean i guess that's nice if you you're close to your parents to kind of get together with them and have sort of a let's plan but i don't know if that's going to go over well people are in denial about that stuff yeah I don't know. I don't know. I just think I think our idea is better is send an email and then just say <laughs> go on with your life. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, it's too much work. I know it's hard. And it is at the end of the day, it's it's nice to kind of offer that support to your parents. But I guess it's kind of on them to do their own financial planning, except for the fact that it does fall on your shoulders if something happens to them. Yeah. that's true yeah that's true well i think we answered you know we touched on some interesting things yeah we did in this episode you haven't said much maria you're kind of like i haven't i've been talking the whole time not really i haven't you've been talking but you haven't been saying much (laughs) i've been talking i've been laughing (laughs) (laughs) i don't know ask me a question you're chilled out man just ask me a question so what's a little big one on your plate Let's see. Hmm. Oh, this is uh, interesting. Okay, so the other night, so someone new moved into our the apartment right mm-hmm. next door to us, mm. a woman and her son, and a baby. And then two nights ago, I was watching TV. It was like 11 o'clock at night, and I look out the window, and I see there's a fire trucks lights going wild right outside and then i see they're at our front door whoa so i say to my boyfriend i say craig craig there's firemen outside they're firemen at the front door and then i hear them in the hallway and then i look out and by the way like 10 minutes earlier there had been a beeping noise that sounded like an alarm going off but it was like very much in the distance i didn't think it was coming from inside our building but i guess it was Mm. 
So then I look out, we have this little peephole in our door. And so we open and we're watching it and they go into her apartment and they're in there for like five minutes and then they come out and everyone's just like really chill and no one's like, they're just like, yeah, you'll have to tell the landlord. So like, I guess like maybe her carbon monoxide thing was going off or something because they just moved in or something. You know, I don't know what happened. So they came out and they were chill and they were like, yeah, just tell the landlord. And then she closes the door. Then Craig sees this happen. I'm behind him. Then the firefighters look down at our pile of pine cones. <gasps> you know, the one. That- Maria keeps a big pile of pine cones outside of her door because her dog likes them. Every time we take pickles out for a walk <clears throat> at night or in the afternoon it's always her afternoon walk she gets a pine cone and brings it home it's her little she loves it and then does she ever play with the pine cones no no she just likes to add to the pile Mm -hmm. she loves it um and so they look down at the pine cone pile and then they go back up to the woman's door that's and they knock on it again and then she opens it and he goes by the way you need to call your landlord and tell them to get rid of this pile of pine cones because this is a fire oh hazard. Oh my God. And Craig and I both cover our mouths. So the pine cones were, where are they exactly? They're in the corner. There's our door and then like catty corner to us. Kitty corner? Catty corner. I don't know. Is the door to the outside and it's like in between those two doors. <sighs> Oh, my God. And so we both just, our jaws dropped. We couldn't believe it. And so she just went, okay, and then they left. So now I'm thinking to myself, do I, because she didn't know we were watching. So now do I get rid of the pine cones so that we don't get like a note from the landlord, but then she knows we're watching? Or do I wait for the landlord to be like, what the hell are these pine cones? Okay, you have to, this, tonight... At 3 a.m., uh-huh. you have to get rid of the pine cones. Okay. But then she'll know that I heard. She won't know. She won't know what happened. She didn't, doesn't know why the pine cones are there. She, Has she seen you putting them there? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, then you have but to. But she'll know we were listening. No, because she won't know that you're the one that got rid of them. She might just think like, oh, this is a thing. Someone's been putting these here and now someone's gotten rid of them. She won't know it's you. You really think I shouldn't just wait? We shouldn't just wait? Because she might not even tell the landlord about no, the pine cones. No, but Maria, the more important thing you're not really accepting is that they're a fire hazard. No. <laughs> you don't want everyone's blood on your hands. Just why don't you just move the pine cone pile to like outside? Well, I'm thinking we could probably sell them on Craigslist because there's maybe like 200. Oh, my God. And Steve Agee um, references this, yeah, right? because he can't believe it. It's really, it's it's our dog's, like, favorite thing in the world to do. Can you do something to the pine cones to make them fire retardant? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't mind throwing them out. I don't, like, we usually do, like, once a year or something, we'll, like, get rid of most of them and then, like, have her start her pile again. She loves it. And does she acknowledge the pile or it's more just... No, she'll come in. She'll come in the doorway with a pine cone in her mouth and then she'll stop at the front door and she'll drop it. And for you to pick up yeah. and put in the pile. Yeah, and then she goes inside. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one because it's just how seriously do you take the threat of the firemen saying it's a fire hazard? I don't take that seriously. I think they're liars. Okay, well, that's on you. <laughs> no i get that it's a fire hazard or whatever i guess you can't grow a tree in your house although aren't all indoor plants then fire hazards 
Well, they're not dried out pine cones. I think indoor piles of 200 pine cones are fire hazards. Uh, okay, fine. You got me there. Is there a fun game for Pickles to play where she, every time she goes on a walk, she takes a pine cone with her back on the walk? No, she doesn't she like that. Not interested. Yeah, so, I yeah, think I you guess just I'll wake get rid up. of them. Yeah. I'll get rid of them. I'll try and sell them on Craigslist. I think someone would buy them for like $30. Why would someone want? Crafting. Okay, but you can't just go outside and grab a pine cone. Not that many. What if you have, what if it's your packing peanut type thing where someone. Sure. Yeah, you should try. Maybe someone would have a project. Does someone need a roughly a, around I could 250 see, pine cones? I could see for a wedding, someone would use them as centerpieces. <laughs> yeah. And they're all different shapes and sizes. They're really beautiful. They really are. Well, if anyone's listening, make her an offer. I say $30, $40. All right. Oh, you've got, what is the text? Molly Hockey is texting me. She's going to come over. Oh, what are you guys going to do? Or just practicing our little pitch. Wow. She says, grabbing a latte, want one? Oh, that's sweet. I don't need any more coffee today. Yes, take it. You'll no. be more fun. No, I actually need to eat. Did you see the chair just broke? Oh, my God. You're right. That was crazy, right? I mean, it's not anyone's fault. so the chair did break okay guys well this has been a fun patreon episode thank you so much for your subscribership yes thank you so much remember we need more listener big ones for these patreon episodes so please 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 no matter how small they are as you can tell we'll take the smallest dear big one and we'll really flesh it out and so you can email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com and just in the subject put patreon so we that's know. right i mean we loved the bunny one that was great the bunny was one was so good i'm not crazy i'm, I'm just a little unwell right now right now you can't tell but stay a while and maybe then you'll see is it maybe your baby then i don't know see. a, a different, different side of me, me. Thanks for listening to The The Big Big Ones, Ones. Patreon Patreon edition. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 